Janice from Treble Tree Music. I am a veteran music teacher sharing some of the organizational tips for the music classroom that I've used over the year. Some have worked, some haven't. We're always looking to find a better way to do things and do less, aren't we, as music educators? Well, both music teachers and classroom teachers feel very can feel very anxious as the students are transitioning from the regular classroom to the music classroom. It is not an easy thing. Sometimes they'll be coming from PE. Sometimes they'll be getting off of a bus uh, from a field trip or coming in first thing in the morning. Um, and it's always a difficult time for both seasoned and, uh, and new teachers to handle those transitions from the classroom to the music room. Students want to perform well and be prepared, and they just need to know what your expectations are and make sure that you're following through on the regular routines. Regardless of the transition activity or strategy that you've adopted, it's obvious that if we have clear and high expectations with students, that's going to be the key to our success. They want to do well. They want to show you that they can do well. The quickest method to mastering transition time management is to set high expectations for the conduct and provide concrete examples of what that looks like. The day will be less stressful for both teacher and the kids if they are both if there are smooth transition. Now, as a music educator and a performer, I find myself a lot of the time in, over the years of going, oh, this is boring for me. Oh, I want to make it more exciting. And I have to have had to remind myself, it isn't about me. It isn't about me being bored or not excited. It's about what's going on. Is, are the transitions going well? Have I put systems in place that's, that are working? Make sure you're always thinking about that. Um, I think in my early days of teaching, I just wanted the room to be rearranged and have different systems, and that really caused a little bit of chaos. Thank goodness I figured it out eventually. One way to have consistent tra transitions is to have clear rules on how to enter the music room or how to come even down the hallway. Remember, you, your classes may be coming from next door in the main building. My classes oftentimes had to traverse all the way across the campus in order to get to music and come through the cafeteria, which was loud. You have to figure out what transition works best at what time for each class. Well, not each class, but, you know, managing what's, how are we getting through all of those different kind of transition times. Uh, remind them to walk quietly to and from the music room, especially as they're leaving. Get them calm before they head out and line up for their teacher to go back to the classroom. Classroom teachers will really appreciate that. What, ask them to look and listen for directions and have the same uh, direction delivery every time. Where can they look on the wall? What do they need to do to put away? And then come in ready to learn and um, have some fun because I think that's the most important too. We want to know, we want to teach them how to pick up the instruments and how to pick up the materials for the music class. And we have to practice that in those first few weeks of school. We do a lot of teaching on where do we go, how do we do, if we need help. Also, just getting in the classroom, the music classroom, and saying, this is how we pick up the instruments. And you can always choose a few students to demonstrate that, and they love to do that. You're going to want to have a routine on how do you let them know what materials will be needed, where to pick them up, how to pick them up, how to put them away. That's your paper and your pencils and your whiteboards and your whiteboard markers and erasers. All of that takes a little bit of practice also. 
want to check with yourself. Did I double check that I told them everything they needed to have ready? Or did in my panic forget that and now have to send kids racing over to get materials or leaders to go over and get a pile of pencils? So those are things that have to be part of that planning system for yourself as well as for the kids. Mistakes are okay. We just learn from them. Next is have I, have I shown them where to look? to understand what they're going to need. And that could be a list inside the classroom. It could be on the board. It could be on the projector, on a sheet, um, on an overhead, you know, a, a Google Doc. It can be in any way that makes it easy for you. Because most of my students were coming from another building or in different classes and back to back, I wanted to make sure that I had a way to know, have them know ahead of time before they enter the room what they were going to need. I really like teaching bell to bell as we're coming in, we're learning, picking up things and discussing what's going on on the way out there. We're, find, we're asking that, how did you do? What did you learn on the way that bell to bell teaching? So I made a bulletin board at the entry to my classroom. And the nice thing about that is there was a long hallway from the cafeteria to my classroom and a big giant bulletin board. So I made a product and put labels of what they needed to have ready to go. And then they could see that what they're going to need as they're entering the music, as they're coming down the hallway to enter the music room. On the bulletin board at the very top, I put, what are you going to need in music today? And then there's a list of grade levels, K, uh, five, four, three, two, one. And that shows them what grade level. And then there's a place that has a picture of what they're going to need. And there could be two pictures. It could be they need a, they're going to need a pencil and a paper. It could mean they're going to need a whiteboard and an eraser. It could mean they're going to need a guitar and a paper. So all of those things are there. Now, if I get to be more than two, that's a little bit more chaotic. So you want to be, think, be thinking about that, how many things you want them to pick up on the way in. I really like having officers in the music room. They love being helpers, and I really like seeing my third grade uh, president and vice president stand at the bulletin board and point to the students and say, mm -hmm, this is what you're going to need today. And then each student would go, okay, I got it, I got it. And I thought that was really valuable for developing leadership for those students. And they enjoyed that too, and figuring out what did they need. Another thing I've used an awful lot in transition is uh, music at the K-1 level for exiting, picking up materials, um, when you hear this music go on, that means you pick up your materials ready to go. When you hear this music, that means you sit down and you're waiting for instructions. And so I'm sure you already, if you're not already using a musical cue in the, in the primaries, I'd really think about that. And I'm not sure it's a bad idea in the older kids. Uh, older kids, uh, they don't need it as much as those K-1s. Uh, my favorite tune was to do Beethoven's uh, um, um, fifth symphony cue da 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 that was to stand up and da 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 was to sit down and they really liked doing that once they got that cue and being able to hear that major and minor change they would go right down to sit down and stand up carefully and we had to practice that being careful as well Another trick that I have in my classroom is in the heat of being busy and watching and monitoring kids and music and getting materials ready, it was easy for me to not be paying attention to the clock. All of a sudden, the teacher's standing at the door and we don't have anything put away. So over the years, I learned to put a little trick in the back of my classroom. I put a clock on the wall and I put a little 
a special showcase of that clock. And then I put a sign that said five minute rule. So I needed to be on the way out, headed out, picking things up five minutes before the end of the class. And it was just my visual reminder, say, get your stuff together, get those kids out that door. So many years I had students coming and going with no transition time. And that really helped me to be right on top of it. The other thing that has helped in, in organization with transition time is having class officers. And I've taken those class officer positions down to second grade, second through fifth. Uh, first grade, second semester, they can do that a little bit. I have a product on Teachers Pay Teachers, which makes recommendations for a president, a vice president, a secretary, a librarian, instrument helper, technician. They all want to be the technician. And I pretend that I don't quite know everything, so somebody really wants to be a helper on that. Another thing is making sure for the success of transition is think about where you want the flow of your classroom uh, for kids to go, coming and going. And I have a, I'll put a link down in the description. I also have a video on how to manage that. Um, I also have a, uh, another video about how you're going to manage the paper pencil if you're doing any kind of paper pencil. Uh, I really am enjoying doing more digital work these days, but paper and pencil sometimes are necessary. Um, making sure that they, there's a clear space to come through. Where will pencils go? You want to make sure that not everything is right at the doors they're coming in because that's a bottleneck and you want to make sure they're coming fully into the classroom, picking up their materials, coming around. You can even have squares on the floor, numbers on the floor, that there's a walk-in flow and an exit flow. And the other thing that buys you is a little time to transition to the next class's lesson. If they hear the to-go music, they pick up their materials, and they're on their way out, and they stop at the door. By that time, you can have all your next class materials ready to go. Another trick of the trade. I hope this video has given you some ideas of how to manage that transition time. Remember, you want to think outside the box. Think about what the kids are feeling comfortable with. If there's chaos, look beyond what's going on. Is it because you're being creative and changing things, or is it because they really don't know? And give yourself permission to have the children uh, sit down and revisit those rules. I think doing that several times a year really makes their class go well, transitions go well. There's all kinds of in-class behavior rewards that you can implement, and you have to find the one that works for you. One of the things that I tended to do in the beginning is put too many reward systems in, and it was hard to manage, and I just backed that down to one. So you have to find what works for you what's real in the management time and planning time. I hope you found some of this helpful and I'd love to hear from you if you have any other ideas that you'd also like to share or, or anything else that you would like to learn.